Hello, Empower Nation. Welcome back to Empower Her Money broadcast here as your host, Angela Duncan. I am super excited today to bring you Christina Speckos. She is a friend of mine here in Miami, and I just love her story and wanted to help share that with our audience here today. So Christina, tell me a little bit about yourself, how you got started on your journey and what you're up to now. Oh my goodness. Thank you, first of all, for having me. This is so exciting. And I always love to be able to give back to people who can benefit from our stories and our experiences and our learning lessons. So with respect to career, I started in fitness when I was young, just kind of seeing all the things that my mom had around the house and getting interested in high school myself to you know get in shape for the prom. But then it that became a career. I worked a lot with athletes, athletes' injuries, rehabbing them, getting back to peak performance after injury. And then eventually it led me to collegiate strength and conditioning, which is the most fun part of the story, I would say, because that's where I really got to be in an awesome competitive environment. But everything runs its course. And now I'm here in Miami. And as a new entrepreneur, compared to some of the people listening to the podcast, I have my own business transitioning more full time, hopefully, (laughs) as we continue to work on the plan to grow my online business full time. Um, But right now I'm a little half and half, half in person, but still. All on me, <laughs> self-employed. Uh-huh. Gotcha. So are you coaching right now? Is that the business that you're doing both online and offline? Yeah, yeah. So for fitness coaching, you have, you know, I classify it as different types of people. So I feel like in person, it's either you want that extra uh-huh, or you're very, very new and you just don't feel comfortable trying it on your own. And then there's the people that are like, okay, I just need the program and a little bit of community support and I'm good. And I kind of want to be able to provide the in-person experience online because we're so, te- look at what we're doing now. Like you could still be in, in any other country. We could still do this. So technology is a huge thing. And so is AI. And I want to be on the forefront of that when it comes to fitness and how we can use all of our technology to just service people that are not just within the four walls of a facility. Yeah, that's awesome. Talk about COVID. Like since you've been doing this for a little bit, how did that kind of change your business as well? Well, if I think back to the day that everything like officially shut down, I I woke up one day and I'm like, I have nowhere to go. Like nobody has anywhere to go. Yeah. So of course, like when, when I was, that was 2020, right? So I was really for the year before trying to do more online, but my problem is I get, I kept getting caught back into doing in-person, which is why I'm still doing half and half and transitioning as I complete the program online. But I woke up and I'm like, oh my God, we can't go to the gym. My clients don't know what the heck they're doing. Half the people are drinking, half the people are running. It's like, nobody knows what's happening with the world. So for me, COVID was hard, but then, you know, I got, was fortunate enough to have like connections with people and clients that I was able to go back to once things opened up, but it was really scary. And what I did notice, and this is what really pushed it into, into my head, which I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs that work remotely will agree with, like, it gives you so much freedom to explore your options outside of physically being somewhere. And I was in all of these different things on Facebook, like groups that were doing challenges of how to grow your, your ebook or whatever people were trying to do with all this time on their hands. And I'm like, okay, this is this is the route that I want to go because that's moves more toward something you could grow and build for yourself and have always. Yep. A job can fire you, or in my case, a boss can come in and say, I don't like you. Yeah. Then what do you do? Yeah, absolutely. I know being a, an entrepreneur can be amazing at times because you do have that freedom. Um, but you know, you being a coach, you understand the accountability piece of that because then sometimes it can be really easy for us just to get off track if no one's watching us, right? So talk oh, a little totally. Bit. 
Yeah. So talk a little bit about how, how do you um, manage like your finances and, and budget and kind of some things and tips that as other women business owners that you would recommend that we pay attention to? Well, I'm sure I won't be the only one to say this because at times we, when you are a solopreneur, I guess that's what I like to call myself. You wear a million different hats and at some point you either don't feel comfortable turning some things over yet or not ready to. So I'm literally doing everything. And before when I had less responsibilities, my finances were perfect. You know, every little thing. Now I'm focusing so much on the business. I'm like, yo, you do have to do your taxes. You have to do your taxes. So as far as like finances go, it's, it's really challenging. I think when you're trying to do things by yourself to know how to manage yourself when you don't have that person that specializes in it. That's not what I want to do. I don't want to look at numbers. I don't want to talk to my accountant. I just want to do my job and help people. And so, you know, finances for me used to be a fun thing. I like used to love numbers. Now I'm like, no, I just love people and, <laughs> and I love doing my job. So I, I took a lot of what I learned from my parents and my they were kind of simple people, you know, in construction. My dad was an entrepreneur of sorts in the sense that he would rehab houses and, and rent them out, but he didn't do that full time. He still like actually did the manual labor himself. So he always said, never spend more than you make. And he also said, um, uh, what was the other one? He said, live beyond below your means. And so going into entrepreneurship, I actually have friends that do very well, whether they just know how to manage and move money and make it work for them. And they had to take risks. So I'm like the black sheep of the family that I'm okay with taking risks financially to invest in me. Yeah. Invest in the business. Trust that everything that I do is going to pay off in the end. So sometimes, you know, you, you have to make decisions that I'm thinking that I'm not the only one that had faced that as a solopreneur. Yeah, absolutely. Um, investing in yourself, that's definitely one of my key things too, you know, between like webinars or things in person. And I find that if I pay for something, I'm more likely to go. And yep. it's like that one piece of information that you come back and you implement, right? Um, so talk about, you know, what is investing in your field? What do you do to help invest in yourself so that you're continuing to grow as well? So for me, I'm going to look at it from two ends, the athlete end, because I still compete, even though business is more of a priority. And this is like, this used to be like everything to me, the, the whole competing side, but now the business is, is more. So it's managing, okay, where do your resources go? Because investing thousands and thousands in my business for operating procedures and, and new like cutting edge technology, say for my clients, I, I just got a new software platform for them to use for their online programs and investing in other mentors. And then on the other side, there's coaches, you know, supplements needed, things like that to keep me performing well physically. And then there's, I think entrepreneurship is a lot of mental performance. There are times I've invested in like therapists just be like, I need to talk to somebody because yes. as entrepreneurs, sometimes we think we're going crazy, especially if you're by yourself until you really grow a team. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. And just being around like-minded people that, you know, pump you up and, and cheer you on. That, so that's amazing too. So what's next for you? What do you see yourself doing in maybe five years from now? How do you grow from here? Well, you know, I would, I always want to be in some way involved in fitness, but at this point in my career, I chose to do this online stuff because it was a new challenge for me. I've been with pro athletes. I've been with high-level college athletes. I've been to championships and that was exciting. But now I feel like bigger than a college, bigger than professional athletes is the world, right? So the next thing I want to do as I'm every day taking those little steps is to create like a gold standard program online because I can't stand what I see. And I want to take a very special 
type of person that's motivated, driven, and like myself, I'm basically trying to, you know, create a program for myself. I'm driven. I have the desire to do it, but we still get in our heads. And I think that's very also indicative of how I am as an entrepreneur and other people too, right? We need upper level guidance and people to say, look, patience, prioritize what matters. And it's the same in fitness. So grow something bigger for people that get get it. I, I can help people that don't know a darn thing, but I think whether it's that or someone experienced coachability, and you might agree in, in business is, is the only thing that matters. So I don't care if someone comes to me super duper fit or has a hundred pounds to lose. If you have the mindset and you're coachable, you can, you can go far. And I think that would be the same in business too. Yeah, absolutely. Sometimes you have a client that you, you kind of, you want more, you know, that they can do more. Um, but it's just holding their feet to the fire, right? They need that motivation. They need someone else cheering them on so that they can continue to accomplish those goals too. So that's awesome. I love what you're doing. I know I watch you on Facebook all the time. So I think you're really good with the posting. And and so um, I'm a big fan of yours as well. So um, fun question for you. If you could have a superpower or talent, what would it be and why? I actually posted this on Facebook the other day, asking people the same thing. I, at this point in my entrepreneurial journey, I want to clone myself. I want minions that know exactly (laughs) what's going on in my brain and can learn and do things because that's, that's the frustration of really feeling like you have to set the ground rules for yourself and the discipline and the procedures. You can't pass it off to anybody. So I just wish I could clone myself because I want to do more. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because the more you can do, the more people you can reach, the bigger impact we can have. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I, I really appreciate you today and sharing your story. If our um, audience wants to get in touch with you to learn more information about what you do, how do we reach you? Sure. Instagram, I'm like stuck to my my hip <laughs> on the phone is Christina Speckos, just my whole first name. And it's the same on Facebook. You can pretty much Google or search any platform. And I try to keep my name the same, but the most responsive, I'm always looking at Instagram or my email, Christina at Christina Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time today. I'll make sure to get this out to you so that you can share it on your channels today. Again, welcome everybody back to empower her money podcast with Christina today. And hopefully that gave you some great information on being an entrepreneur.